the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This, of course, is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And happy Tuesday to you and yours. Hopefully the hangover isn't too severe after the Monday night doubleheader that went into the wee hours of the morning uh, for those East Coasters out there. Hell, it was late for us in mountain time watching the Denver Broncos and and really Vic Fangio uh, pissing away this game, hoarding timeouts like Twinkies in a zombie apocalypse, Lundy. I had no idea what he was doing. I thought maybe the 500 fans in the stands were going to get free tacos uh, based on the number of timeouts that he had remaining. It was puzzling, to say the least, how he managed that game down the stretch and ultimately, of course, Tennessee prevailing. Well, absolutely. And, you know, we, as he was marching down the field, you had to think to yourself, there's no way Gostkowski's going to miss again, <laughs> is he? Uh, and so that really seemed automatic. I, I agree. I don't know what he was doing with the timeouts unless he, for some reason, thought Gostkowski would wind up going 0 for 4 in his field goal attempts. <laughs> that was crazy. Gostkowski uh, was out there kicking like any one of us normal humans would do, right? I mean, Shankopotamus left, Shankopotamus right, missing everything. Extra points. One of the historically best kickers in all of the NFL had a historically laughable night. Uh, But, of course, uh, he got the last laugh in the end, hitting the game winner. But this is why we don't like kickers in fantasy, Lundy. Hashtag give kickers the boot. I'm tired of them. But I'm very happy that uh, we hit at our two-leg parlay. Uh, so thank you, Goskowski, for getting me over the top. And I take everything back uh, disparagingly what I just said about you and the entire <laughs> kicker craft. All right, on that note, look, it was sure nice to see all the NFL teams back in action over the weekend. And lucky for us, that was just week one. And there is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week two, DraftKings is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DK Sportsbook yet, all you got to do is this. Go to the App Store now because you're not going to want to miss this offer. DK Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right. You can place a $1 bet on any team And if that team wins, you cash a cool Benji. How can you pass that up? If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, again, go to the App Store now to scout their latest offers and the app overall and what they have to offer. Uh, Bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, a sportsbook that goes wherever you go. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. Makes it easy for you to deposit, withdraw your money at your convenience. Again, download the top-rated DK Sportsbook app now and use that promo code F. TN when you sign up to get this can't miss offer. Pick any team during week two, bet un dollar on them, and if they win, you get $100 in return. That's $1 to win $100 when you use that promo code FTN during sign up for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania residents only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's get to Tuesday's Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's go to the Diamond. We haven't been there in a while because uh, the NFL... Uh, really commanded our attention. We worked in some college football. We've been peppering some NBA here, a little there. Uh, but a pinch of salt here in Major League Baseball. 
And I'm going to go to the Northsiders and talk about my Chicago Cubs as they are hosting Cleveland in a pitcher's duel, at least a potential one. Carlos Carrasco going up against you, Darvish. The total on the game is eight. And I am on the under, and it's a light juice right now at DK Sportsbook here at Tate Time, minus 106. Hey, look, you got Carrasco, like I said, on the bump for Cleveland, 3.12 ERA. He has surrendered this season with a 10.65K per nine, uh, you know, luring a ton of ground ball outs, 45.2% of the time, as a matter of fact. And you look at you, Darvish, who has been unfiltered brilliance so far this season, 1.77 ERA, 11.57K per nine, just a 1.77 walks per nine mark. So that command has been pinpoint this season, 0.64 home runs per nine allowed. Cleveland bullpen, the fourth best in Major League Baseball. The Cubs, who were sorrowful earlier this season in terms of the bullpen, have really righted the ship. Now number 15 in ERA at 4.41 as a collective out of the pen. Uh, The Cubs' offense has fallen off a bit. Number 20 in OPS. Cleveland number 27 in OPS. With these strong arms on the mound, as long as these bullpens deliver as advertised, Lundy, I think this game's got three to one written all over it. So give me the under fate or follow. I'll follow you on this one, but I think it really comes down to those bullpens, Brad, that you were talking about. To me, it's how long can Carrasco and Darvish uh, be out on the bump? Can they get, you know, five, six innings in them, or does anything happen where they got to come out a little bit early and now you got to lean on that bullpen a little bit? But between the two of them, if they can get uh, two quality starts out there, if they can get into the fifth, sixth inning between the two of them, you're probably looking at a combined, what, 13, 14 Ks maybe? Um, so I, I think they can actually keep this number down. I like this. I think it's a good under, and that's a that's a good juice to get early on in the day under under and under again in chicago number four all right let's focus right now nfl week two the lines are already up right now at DraftKings sportsbook and a total that i am eyeing atlanta and dallas uh in jerry's world a total open at 52 that's where it's at right now to minus 112 juice and i am on the over you got massive defensive shortcomings for both of these franchises. Atlanta in week one uh, gave up 38 points to the Seattle Seahawks and allowed 383 total yards, 299 through the air. Russell Wilson had uno, dos, tres, cuatro touchdowns in that contest. Dallas, meanwhile, gave up 422 total yards to the L.A. Rams. Now, Jared Goff did not find the end zone, uh, but he did toss for 275 yards, did have an interception, uh, but they were able to run down Dallas's throat, so that could really set up nicely for the arthritic knee of Todd Gurley. He only had a minuscule 56 rush yards and a touchdown uh, last week against the Seattle Seahawks, but Lundy, this has got fireworks written all over it. Like I said, whether it's in the trenches, whether it's in the defensive backfield, both of these defenses have serious flaws, Atlanta in particular in that secondary. And with Dak Prescott coming off a bit of a clunker, I think he's got to right the ship in this one with the new triplets of Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb. Again, I'm on the over 52 Falcons boys. Fade or follow. Oh, not only follow, but follow quickly, folks, because this line has already moved slightly from where it opened. So it could be between now and Sunday that this could bump even higher. So if you think they're on the over, go ahead and jump on this now. Get it while it's sitting at 52 before it has a chance to creep to 52 and a half, maybe 53, um, because there has been a little bit of movement in this line already since they came out. So to me, jump on this now. As you said, both of these teams with defensive uh, question marks and also an opportunity for 
them to come out, right? Some of the things that they did wrong in week one in particular. Yes, looking at you, Dak Prescott, you've got some things you could fix uh, going into week number two if you're listening. And we know he does, Brett. We know he's a big fan of the podcast. Oh, huge. Uh, so to me, this is a big time over. I'm all over this with the Cowboys and Falcons. Dak will surely be on the attack. Number three. All right, it's time for a monkeyknifefight.com, monkeyknifefight prop of the day. If you haven't checked out monkeyknifefight.com, what the hell are you doing? It's the easiest DFS game on the planet. You don't go against stacked lineups and sharks in the water at all. Uh, nothing. It's just you against the book. That's all there is to it, and it's a more or less game. Uh, you can, you know, uh, make selections on fantasy points, more or less. Maybe individual statistics, more or less. And I'm going to go back to Major League Baseball. And, uh, you know, again, before you do any of this, before I get my pick, go to monkeynightfight.com. Sign up right now. Use that promo code FTN, and you get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. Again, promo code FTN. Only at monkeynightfight.com. Let's go back to the Northsiders matchup against Cleveland. And I'm not going to go with you, Darvish, Kays. The line is 8.5 at NKF. But I like Carlos Carrasco, 6.5 strikeouts. And I'm taking the over here, Lundy. 10.65K per nine for the Indians hurler. 58 punchouts and 49 innings pitched. A 3.4 swinging strike rate, which is quite impressive. He's gone over in just four of nine starts this season, but one of those was against the Cubs earlier this year. Uh, Back in the middle of August in just four and a third innings pitch, he got rocked for three earned runs, but he struck out seven in that game, and his command was off. He had five walks as well. I think it's going to be a different story. The second turn in the rotation here against the Cubbies, and Chicago has a third highest uh, K rate in Major League baseball so they definitely like to chase some of those outside offerings i'm looking at you kyle schwarber and javi Baez. so again i am on the over six and a half strikeouts for carlos carrasco fade or follow oh wait 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 do that one more time do that carlos Carrasco. Very nice, man. I might have to make that my ringtone. That was pretty good. Uh, (laughs) I'm actually going to fade you on this one because I think he checks in right at a half dozen. I think this number is dead on where he's going to finish. I mentioned that when we were talking about the over-under on the game with our first pick in the fade five um, that I think this is a matter of these guys combining for maybe 12, 13, maybe 14 strikeouts, but I'm going to take the I'm going to fade you on this one because I think he finishes right at six. I think we're looking at Darvish with maybe seven for him as I said, combined for a baker's dozen. So this number is set right at it. But if I'm sitting there on monkey knife fight today, I'm fading you. I'm taking the under. Carrasco's going to cash. Number two. All right, back to the NFL. Back to another week two offering. And this one at DraftKings Sportsbook. And it's the LA Rams going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. And believe it or not, as disastrous as it was for the city of brotherly love in week one against Washington, I'm taking Philly minus one, uh, look, Carson Wentz, a company are bound to bounce back. Wentz was horrific in that game against the football team. Number 23 on the week and adjusted completion percentage among quarterbacks. Uh, the offensive line, a major issue against that aggressive front line of Chase Young and Montrez Sweat. Uh, he was only kept clean on 60% of his dropbacks. Uh, you got Aaron Donald and company. They can get after the quarterback as well. But I think the Eagles are going to rebound. Miles Sanders could be back in uniform. 
We shall see. They still have Boston Scott there, assuming that he's healthy because he exited the last game early with an injury. Uh, Jalen Rieger had a nice uh, long bomb catch, but it was a tight end that did a ton of damage over the middle of the field. A heavy one-two punch. Uh, Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Uh, I find, you know, the Eagles are going to persevere somehow here, protect the home turf, cross-country trip for L.A., uh, everybody's, you know, betting against Philadelphia after that last uh, just, you know, terrible performance. Uh, and you zig while the others zag. And uh, I always fade the majority. So give me Philly minus one on this early line against the Rammies. Fade or follow? Uh, here's the problem. I wouldn't want to touch this game because I don't know what to expect out of either <laughs> out of either of these teams, Brad. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that the Philadelphia bounces back to the level that you expect it. But because of our fader follow game here, I will go ahead and follow you because of the two teams, if I were to expect one of them to perform better than they did in week one, I would fully expect that to be Philadelphia. I do think having Miles Sanders Sanders back would be a good thing for them. Yes, they do have depth there at running back, and they can make some things happen, but I think having Sanders back would be a big deal, so we're going to be watching those injury reports as we go through the week, getting closer to the weekend, but I'll follow you, but this is one of the week two games that I just am scratching my head wondering exactly what I'm going to see out of these two teams. Try not to suck, Philadelphia. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, we got a game seven. Tonight, between the Denver Nuggets and the L.A. Clippers, uh, Denver catching seven and a half in this one. Uh, and I am, I'm am i going to take the, the Nugs and the points here. And this is not me being biased because I live in the Mile High City. Uh, I think this game is going to be closer than advertised. Now, uh, the Clippers uh, have, you know, at times really defended well in this series. And other times they've fallen asleep at the wheel, particularly locking down the perimeter as the Clippers have given up a 41.83 point percentage to Nugget shooters here for the last three games. Uh, they've done a pretty good job on the boards as a collective giving up 1.066 points per possession. Denver, meanwhile, has suddenly found their defensive chops and they've been clamping down, giving up just 1.038 points per possession and 35.1% from downtown here over the last three games in this series. Now, Denver is covered in four of six. Uh, in this series, uh, the lines, though, ranging in those other matchups between eight and a half and nine. The public right now on Denver, the money right now on the Clippers. Do you side with the Sharps? Do you decide with your idiot co-host? I am taking Denver again, plus seven and a half. Fade or follow? I'll follow that idiot co-host. Sure, <laughs> why not? You know, and I will say this. You say that you're not biased because you're sitting here in Denver. I am a little bit biased because how phenomenal would it be, unless you're, of course, a Clippers fan, to see a team come back from being down 3-1, not once, but twice in the same postseason. So I am leaning on Denver to be able to keep it close. And look, I'm a big believer that game sevens become a coin toss. Uh, yeah. When you get to this point, um, you know, I think that high of a spread is is too high. I agree with you. Denver has clamped down defensively. Um, and look, you could see a game like you saw game six where Denver is down. And, you know, if you're out there with money on the game, don't worry, because we've seen stranger things already happen. What were they down by 19 then yeah. turned around and were up by 16? Um, I mean, that's the kind of swing that Denver is capable of doing. And the Clippers still do not have an answer for Nikola Jokic. They do not. That is a team that does not match up at all with him. Um, and if Denver can continue to feed the ball to him uh, and do it in a smart way then have him also create being the passing big man that he is I think this is a game that Denver can keep close I will follow you and let's see can we get a team to come back from 3-1 twice twice 
Crazy. Yeah, that would be nuts. Look, remain resilient, Denver Nuggets. I think they're going to keep this one close. It's going to come down to the waning moments. And that is a wrap here on today's Fade the Noise podcast. As always, please follow us on Twitter. Me, at Noisy Huevos. Lundy, at Nate Lundy on the old Twitter. Drop us a rating and or review, would you kindly. And until tomorrow, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.